0: This week's episode of Talking Simpsons is brought to you by you. That's right, we're on Patreon now, so head on over to patreon.com slash talking simpsons. For as little as $5 a month, you can help our show and get all kinds of great extra content on top of that. We've got a ton of great bonus content waiting for you right now, so head on over to patreon.com slash today.
1: I heartily endorse this event or product.
0: Ahoy, ho! everybody. Welcome to Talking Simpsons Recorded Live in Bunyan Country. I'm your host, dear Ratboy boy, Bob Mackey, and this is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of the Simpsons. Who else is here with me today?
2: Henry Gilbert, and I'm both a fairy and a queen. Oh.
0: <laughs> and who else? Senior Wentz's reference, Chris Antista. Oh, it's alright. <laughs> it's
2: alright. It took my rat boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and today's episode is Homer versus Patty and Selma. And who
3: could forget dear
0: rat boy? <laughs> <laughs> and today's this episode aired on February 26, 1995, and as always, Chris will tell us what happened on this mythical day in real world history. <gasps> Stop a glass, Bobby, because it's time to wish congratulations
4: to Motley Crue drummer Tommy Lee and Baywatch star Pamela Anderson, who have Whoa. just tied the knot and are meant to be. Uh, the What a Cartoon mm-hmm. Show launches on Cartoon Network with a short pilot for what would eventually become Dexter's Laboratory, oh, its first spin off. And Toshiba, Time Warner, Sony, and Philips, and all the giant media companies have settled on a, the preferred nomenclature for their super density multimedia compact discs. The DVD. Oh, wow. wow. The digital
0: versatile disc. Digitally
4: versatile disc.
2: I forgot the DVD Consortium. <laughs> I forgot that was a great it name was there. Multiple
4: That's... corporate giants trying to come up with a CD that played movies, <laughs> and they had to settle on a name in early 1995.
0: Why would
2: the DVD Consortium lie to us? <laughs> uh, but good old Tommy Lee and Pam Anderson. they oh, yeah. Right there. Within days of this, Eric, they're going to make a video. They're going to make quite a famous video. Like, his cock is crazy. It's 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 all right. It's
4: It's all right. No,
2: come on. That's like at least 10 inches. It's
4: insanity, bro.
2: (laughs) And I remember he has, he's transfixed by it. He has mayhem right above uh, on his stomach so if you, if you were to say be blowing him like you're you're seeing mayhem yeah, just coming right a, at it looks a vision like a, test. it looks
4: like a like a Mexican mural eulogy every time he's getting blown
2: and itself, it's it's also we're going to talk a lot about Mr. Show on this episode actually but oh, yeah. that we all the are? Mr. Show show me your weenus joke <laughs> that was a parody of their sex tape, look at my dick, <laughs> which people talked about the joke was if they sound even though it is a man and a woman it sounds like two gay guys is talking. That's about right. They show me your weenus is. <laughs> And, uh, wait, what was the middle one on that news thing between DVD and the uh, uh, Tommy blah, blah, Lee? Blah, blah, blah. Cartoon Network, so what a cartoon, oh, cartoon yeah. show. yeah. If you want to hear us talk about uh, Dexter and Genndy Tartakovsky, that's, uh, we talk a bit with Ian jones Courtney mm. in our interview. Cool it's it's
4: bizarre to think about that. I don't think it's the first original Cartoon Network show, but Two it was... Two
2: Stupid Dogs, sort uh, of.
4: Yeah. Was. And it, yeah. But it was,
2: like, aired on TNT
4: as well, yeah. but this is their, essentially a pilot program.
2: It really was. It was secretly a pilot program, and... Dexter was a great that should have been the first one I Powerpuff think I think Girls maybe
4: before but. that short aired, they knew Dexter's Laboratory would be yeah. their first oh, yeah, like, it show. was easily
2: the strongest of them and Ian Jones Courtney in an interview made a great point about he called he had a term for it he called it Hannah Barbanamay which he said it was like you get the action and fluid movement of anime, but with the flat character designs of Hanna Barbera, and they somehow work together.
0: And Seth MacFarlane's sort of prototype yep. for Family Guy aired on the What a Cartoon Show. I forget what it's called, but it's basically Peter, it's and a regular Ryan. schlub, and a talking dog. Yes, yeah. and one with is really stupid, and one is very smart. <laughs>
2: and they have a Star Wars reference, and a woman gets beat up. It's all the filler. <laughs> it's, it's all the funny things for this. So when I say Mr. Show, that's because this episode is written oh. is the first episode by brent Forrester yes who would go on to be a writer for mr show and also the american office but arrested development and a arrested development mm-hmm. but his most famous scripts from the show which he some he pr- did with dino stamatopoulos were the audition oh yeah and pre-taped call-in show can i use this
0: chair henry can i use this chair <laughs> No, seriously. Can I use this chair?
2: Yes. <laughs> oh, <God>. come on!
5: <laughs> oh, oh,
0: wonderful. A
2: pre-tape college show is one of, I. That's, it's on our YouTube on channel for
5: some, some reason. Channel. Yeah, <laughs> the
0: audition one, which we are you know pretending to do, is very funny as well. Yeah, they're, they're both very yeah.
2: funny, and but this does have the feel this episode has a feel of a first time writer to the simpsons it's kind of a kind of a stock episode it feels a little yeah. half-baked and, and after an episode where the simpsons were the entire town of springfield is about to go up in smoke then there's an episode where homer and Krusty become cartoon clowns together and then they fly to australia this very <laughs> domestic episode where they barely go anywhere and it's just about not liking your sisters-in-law it's it's, it's very small yeah apparently. and i I feel
0: like the Simpsons writing process is they would go on a retreat every year, come up with strong ideas, and then like put them all on a big board. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling these are the remaining ideas on a board <laughs> at some point. Okay, it's like okay, uh, Homer vs. Patty and Selma, Bart, uh, Ballet, and also Mo Brooks.
2: Yeah, and, and also, as Oakley has told us, the new writers get the Marge episodes. This isn't exactly a Marge episode, but Patty and Selma are
4: Marge adjacent. That is my takeaway about, one, I think the Simpsons have the worst episode titles in the universe, so please, just stick with Simpsons versus Plot. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I agree. And uh, Jul- Julie Cabner doesn't have a time to comedically shine very well unless an episode is focused on Patty and Selma. Yeah. And yeah. She is great and hilarious. I love these
2: two characters.
4: Me
0: too. They get less use in the Merkin era, and they're not really used as much as I want them to be in this episode, but uh, I love them in these plots. Yeah,
2: although I think Dan... Dan feels a little less to me in this episode. I don't know. It didn't sound like he was trying as hard. Also, a thing I noticed in this episode, directed by Mark Kirkland, the animation also feels like the B team as well. Like it's lesser animation. It's not not as fluid. And there's a well, little the Bart
0: dancing stuff is very very that good. That was very good. Yeah. yeah.
2: But and there's a little thing that I couldn't not notice afterwards of like their lips. There's like a hmm. weird curve on the lips every time they talk. they like. It's not in the stock animation Weird. for other ones. I'll have to go back to that. I, I, I wonder if this was given to a B-team there or not. Which, uh, I, But I was just thinking of animation B-teams because I read the Hollywood Reporter of this amazing oral history of the X-Men cartoon show, mm-hmm. which basically pointed out, like, the reason it looked like dog shit is because ha- ha- Saban Entertainment didn't want to spend an extra penny on it that they had to.
4: We actually have an article <laughs> on oh, yes. yeah, com that that shows you the original pilot, how awful it looked, and they had yeah. to redo it for syndication.
2: Even though they didn't even want to spend that much money on it. There's also a story in there that the show was a huge success immediately and then Heim Saban immediately cut $500 off the pay of every writer. Wow. Because <laughs> he said, hey, Ugh. if it's a big hit, you get all the name you get all the name uh, recognition
0: uh-huh. from working on a hit, so I'll just pay you less. Man, what a slime. Yeah. But... So I like a lot of jokes in this episode, but I feel like what hurts it is that it uses a stock sitcom plot without subverting it in any way. The whole, mm, you're or... going to be my slave, you know, yeah. plot. Yeah, actually, they never Because really... he's my butler. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they were calling attention to how hoary and awful that is, and uh, they don't really do much with it in this and episode. also,
2: so the b plot is a real stock plot too of like yeah. character discovers talent they never had before mm. or after
0: the payoff is very simpsons-y though
2: that Simpsonsy. simpsons-y that is yeah. a subversion of a plot you wouldn't they wouldn't end an episode with of home improvement with one of the kids being beaten <laughs> like that <laughs> wouldn't happen but the homer thing is a kind of a subversion of uh, isn't subverted all that much not really the only subversion is that homer is kind of that, that Homer learns nothing That I guess that is a subversion but I you know this is unprecedented but I think the opening pumpkin scene should get the line of the show I think
0: it's kind of the best I, I like it a lot
3: that's the joke
1: hey Homer how come you got money to burn
3: or singe anyway
0: yeah Homer what's your secret investment
3: take a guess
1: uh, pumpkins
3: yeah that's right Barney <laughs> this year I invested in pumpkins They've been going up the whole month of October, and I got a feeling they're gonna peak right around January. And bang! That's when I'll cash in. To Homer! And the Sergeant Pepper, who is growing
1: out of the middle of your back. <laughs> uh, Bon, you gotta unwrap the plastic
0: before you smoke these.
1: Oh uh, Homer, yeah.
0: Hold me a knuckle beak. I told you a hundred
3: times. You got to sell your pumpkin futures before Halloween. Before. All right, let's not panic. I'll make the money back by selling one of my livers. I can get by with one
0: it makes sense this episode aired in february because that's when he would be selling his pumpkin futures that's true yeah,
3: yeah but the, God, the i just love like
2: right around january when you see the happy halloween sign which was fun i watched this episode on halloween so oh, yeah. me too me <laughs> too yeah.
0: it's funny when homer is mad that barney accurately guesses the surprise yeah no so it's very obvious
2: like uh yeah you're right <laughs> and i'll give credit to the animators for they drew the plastic over his cigar yeah. the entire scene so <laughs> that he's kind of huffing plastic fumes that that barney has gone from drinking to huffing pains basically. whatever gets you there money to singe is a great like <laughs> way to talk about moderate wealth yeah I'm, like, I'm a little i got some money homer
0: very carefully puts out that one dollar bill when they lights a cigar it, with
2: and puts it back in his wad of one dollar bill yeah singe. And yeah, I like... Uh, Homer's got a different stockbroker now. I'm guessing a previous one from uh, the Germans episode died. He
0: was uh, a very sickly man. Yes. I, am- I
2: needed an
4: accountant so bad, but I'm not <laughs> sure I can afford one. Yet, I, apparently, I make more money than Homer in 1995. He has a stockbroker mm. and an accountant?
2: It's easier to own homes back then. What the hell? So uh, you know, the, the, stu- the housing market. I want a home. <laughs> uh, I think if, old
0: Grimy would have the same complaints.
2: No, <laughs> I, I wish that liver joke... I wish he'd said, I can get by with two or whatever. The, the joke that Homer thinks he has, you don't have more than one. You have one liver. I think it would have been a funnier joke if he thought he had three livers or four if he'd said like I can get by with three. That's funnier than I can get by with one. It's I still mean, kind
0: of like a too easy, stupid joke.
2: No, there's like five jokes in this episode. I'll get to of, a mention at time. I'm like, you could have done
0: better. It's sort of a what's the number for 911 joke. Like, yeah. A very stock <laughs> idiot joke you can it's, write in about a second. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And also, we learned that apparently Homer eats lipstick. Yes. Which, uh,
0: <laughs> I love the squeaky sound of the, yeah. the teeth being cleaned.
3: We had a deal. Your sisters don't come here after six and I stop eating your lipstick.
0: This is a special occasion.
1: Patty and someone just got promoted at the DMV. Yeah, Homer. Let your wife have a glimpse of success
3: for once. All right. That's the last straw. Time to take out the trash. But first, I'm going to have to ask you
0: to leave. <laughs> a great line, a great line, and
2: the animation of him throwing out the couch with them on it, and then pulling it back in. But again, that's a very like sitcommy thing. Only Homer's like oafishness and super strength is what makes it uh, makes it a heightened thing. And I also do love him. Wrong! Smash, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: like, uh, also, the great lines like, when you have to you plant the seeds, you throw away the envelope. Yeah, Talking about so... how Homer gave March kids. That's the only his they only use. The,
2: they got the three kids. Like, yeah, I think they- that
4: will eventually be a domestic structure. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it.
2: Uh, Fandom will go that far. I mean... I'm a giant
4: liability for my girlfriend, and I don't want her to catch on.
2: <laughs> uh, so
4: but that... only dogs. Do- Did you have dogs that ate lipstick? No. And so I, th- I thought that was a reference to Homer being dog like. That Whatever.
2: totally make sense i could see uh, man it, yeah. i think it
4: started with our dogs with my sister's scented whatever oh. and then they just ate all lipsticks if you they could get to them
2: i didn't really have dog i didn't have a dog until after <laughs> after i was six so i never experienced a dog eating lipstick but- i did and her name was
5: mcgaggy <laughs> <laughs> but that
2: makes it even that does make it even a better joke not just that homer is a weirdo who eats flowers and lipstick and a million and other things. Fancy soap. <laughs> yeah, but that, that he does it in a dog way. I do like that. But uh, then Homer, I, I do love Homer's stress dream, actually. Oh, this, this is, is pretty, a great, this great is bit. so
5: great.
1: Congratulations, Mr. Simpson. This invention of yours has made us all rich, especially you. Mm-hmm. It's simple yet ingenious, and it fits right in the palm of your hand. Every person in America now owns one of these, and in many cases,
3: three or four. Uh, could I just get a look at that? (laughs) No, no, I would. You need to see it. You're the genius who invented the product in question. But, uh, (laughs) could I just... Uh, don't worry. You'll get to see it just as soon as we
1: unveil our new ad campaign. Let me see, let me see. Out of the way! Homer! Homer, wake up! There's still a few minutes till our usual bedtime. No, my invention! (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love how his dream is yeah. trying to screw him out of knowing anything, the uh, yeah. product question. Yeah, my dreams do that product all question. the time. Yeah. Either I've written something or I came up
4: with something that did well and I could just never know quite what it was.
2: So I've had those dreams where like, I wake up, I'm like, that's the perfect idea for mm-hmm. it. And then as I investigate fading. the thought, well, no, I'm like, yeah, when I do the." Oh no, that's a dumb idea. Why would I do that? It, uh, but the, it, it sounds like they're describing only. I could only think of the iPhone. It it feels like an iPhone thing. It does. Looks it would like fit a, in the palm of it your it hand. It looks like, a like an like IED like a, from like
4: Iraq.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, actually,
2: what it looks like to me is a fidget cube. Yeah, are the cooler. Kids today with their fidget spinners—they need to get on the fidget cube. It looks it's, like the
0: phantasm ball, actually. It's, <laughs> it's like a bop it with no speaker.
2: <laughs> yeah, that I, the function of it definitely sounds like an iPhone, though, in in function ways. And that, changed
4: everything. Some Americans own three or four.
2: And then Marge is that—that that is a joke too. She's her concern is that Homer fell asleep a few minutes before <laughs> their normal bedtime. Straight into that, we have Homer's fantasy about his entire family, which I I do love. All
3: oh, my money
1: problems. My problems? Oh, are we in some sort of fiduciary trouble?
3: (laughs) Oh, Marge, my loyal wife. Of course not. And Lisa, my little princess. And who could forget dear Rat Boy?
1: Rat Boy, I resent that. Bart, I told you before, stop gnawing on the drywall.
0: It's, I, it's I,
4: weird that that might be the most notable joke in this episode. Yeah. I yeah. love Dear Rap Boy. And I, uh,
0: they put a lot so, of... Out of nowhere. <laughs> they put a lot of funny words in Marge's mouth in this episode. I love fiduciary <laughs> trouble. Yeah, <laughs> they give her silly things to say, but the... My line of the show might be later. It's a very, uh, very uh, yes. weird Marge line.
2: Yeah, but the... The the Rat Boy thing actually is funny to me too for a personal reason that I tried to talking Simpsons uh, a before we had it before long before podcasts I had a report on Romeo and Juliet that I had to do for a junior high class. And I wanted it to be an audio-only project, uh, which uh, I could only do with a digital recorder. And I wanted needle drops of cutaways to things from other stuff. And one of them was "Dear Rat Boy." (laughs) And so I had to put in my VHS tape of the show, get it to that exact moment, hit record, and just there was no editing software either. So I just had to record in order. I
0: remember that. And
2: and my teacher did not get it and gave me like a who who, who, who in
0: Romeo and Juliet was. Dear Rat Boy, Tybalt. Okay, the dude, the the guy who gets
2: killed in the middle, who loved his sister or something. I only remember the plot of it as regards to Romeo and Juliet. So, I
0: prefer uh, Romeo plus Juliet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but in Romeo and Juliet, they normalize uh, they normalize incest. Oh, that, you're right. Is that
4: yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, James
0: Gunn. It was he, so. he wrote
2: it. Yep. Yeah. Good. Good time. That
0: was one of their last, like, really legit movies. I think. <laughs> <laughs> legit is in quotes. Then they go straight to. It's something I don't
2: like when they do. in the editing where they cut from bart to bart <laughs> like it's but i guess it's really the only way to work the, this the ballet thing is completely and wholly separate from this they, 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 they never connect in no way. at all but i i do like him saying like you're right millhouse fun is fun <laughs> and, and millhouse screaming truant but truant uh then we get a rare appearance of richard and lewis part season one friends who now are nobody and say nothing
0: they like, get about one line every five years I,
2: I checked the wiki each have had four different voice actors wow. because they just
0: don't they don't keep them but i wonder if it was named after richard lewis i, <laughs> I, I, I bet it is <laughs>
1: Gets uglier every year. Any sign of Barton Millhouse? No. And if they don't get here soon, it'll be T.S. for them. <coughs> <coughs> I don't feel right. <laughs> Did you hear that, Bart? That was a tardy bell. Truant, truant, truant. They'll all say, i Ah, who needs him? I can have fun all by myself. all right all right so all right so all
5: right, so right. So right. So right. So right. <laughs>
0: Uh, Bart loves that Senior Wintus bit. He loves it. So, yeah, you want to talk about Senior sure. Wintus? Sure. He then? was a very, very famous puppeteer. I think made most famous by the Ed Sullivan yes. Show. But he existed up until the 80s, I believe. But it was a, a bit with a little uh, little boy named Johnny. But Johnny was his talking hand. He put a mm-hmm. wig and two googly eyes on. So it'd be a lot of like rapid-fire back-and-forth patter between the two. And
4: I had to research this with Henry. We a couple, like two years ago, we did the definitive guide to Robin Williams' Genie Impressions. Oh, yes, yeah. He does that too in it. And I just want to mention that yes is an obvious plug for that article. (laughs) But I can't, I just looked at it I was going to share it. I can't believe how many YouTube videos got flagged from that article like who is copywriting senior Wences and walter
0: brennan footage there's not a lot of uh, Wences online actually there are very few clips but it's funny like as you go forward in time he's sort Mm -hmm. of an old man in the 60s when he's doing Mm -hmm. this this stuff in the 80s it's like a withered old man like hello my name
5: is johnny and it's
4: like just the The saddest of senior Wences are in color
1: oh yeah
2: yeah. let's see yourself no johnny no 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 why
1: why it is very difficult easy easy yes no 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 very confusing music difficult I say difficult. Yes. Yes. Very easy. I say very difficult, Johnny. Yes. Yes. Easy. I say difficult. Yes. Yes. <laughs> say difficult. Did Louder. she Louder. Did Louder. she Louder. Did she Good. <laughs> very difficult.
0: For you, for me to easy. Whoa! Listen, uh, we were all scarred by a war, people. That was very funny.
1: <laughs> I got a genuine
2: laugh yeah, from Yeah, it's, one it's of those cute. I,
0: I find that, that puppet just grotesque, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like how he
2: hides his mouth it's,
0: moving. It's yeah. why the
4: Simpsons were so important, not just comedy writing, but that was the first animated character on
2: television. <laughs> not really. Uh, <laughs> and obviously, South Park fans will know that as like, it's Jennifer Holpins. Oh, you're right. He's exactly that. Taco somebody loves you. But this was the first time ever, this episode, Uh, I never got the joke of TS for them. TS. It's the second TS reference. Yeah, Yeah. well, so I only got it as that's TS for them, meaning tough shit. Tough shit. But the joke is it'll be TS for them cut to tethered swimming. TS. Yes. They are saying... It'll be TS for them, meaning they'll be stuck with tethered swimming. Oh, you, That's the joke you that, just I that I... I, I, d- I got that? I never got that. Well, this. because you're uh, about when
4: Homer mentioned said TS... I thought it.
2: they were just saying tough shit. Me, an
4: intellectual, t- realized t- that as a child.
2: <laughs> I never... Well, this We when said it clicked for me. TS, I never got
4: that. By the way, is how, uh, when we're texting one another, how we refer to this show... But, uh, oh, but it, right. it wasn't a saying, in where I was from, it Nobody wasn't. Yeah, no. yeah. I think I asked my
0: parents, but yeah, tethered swimming is real, and it's actually what? called that. It's not a sport; what? it's more for strength training. You wrap <laughs> bands around it's yourself, more... and you swim again. You swim. It's, it's mainly to punish servants, pretty much. But <laughs> now they have those endless pools where you just swim against the current. That's true. Happening. Okay. Yeah, so that
2: sounds like. I mean, that sounds like something crossfit people do but yeah it, yeah it was just this moment of like that's why they cut to tethered swimming i, no I just idea. what do you no. think it meant what do you I think i just the joke thought was? they were saying tough shit and I, then they cut to i didn't get for tough no shit reason. until
4: just wow. now because it's a it was referenced in
0: a previous well i think less of all of my co-hosts it now. wasn't no, a no, saying <laughs> <laughs> let's move on let's move uh, yeah, on
2: yeah
4: the simpsons will be right back
2: Is this projection accurate? Is Talking Simpsons getting a live show? Yes! The answer is yes, everybody. Talking Simpsons is getting a very own live podcast recording. Where? At San Francisco Sketch Fest in good old San Francisco. When? January 28th, 5 30. How much are tickets? They're free! You just gotta claim yours first if you're gonna be going. Interested parties only. It's gonna be at the Piano Fight Bar in San Francisco, January 28th, 2018, at 5 30 p.m. We're gonna be doing a live podcast recording more details to come on what we're going to be doing there soon but be sure that it's going to be a gay old time at sf sketch fest and we are super honored to be there and we can only do that thanks to the support of all of our people on patreon just five dollars a month gets you access to a ton of special things that you will only find there including every episode of talking critic a ton of exclusive interviews, and much, much more. So please sign up at Patreon, and don't forget, mark your calendars for January 28, 2018 for Talking Simpsons, the live podcast recording at SF Sketchfest. Hey, if you're listening to this during the week of Black Friday, maybe you should think about getting a gift for the Simpsons lover in your life, and I know the gift I would suggest. The T-shirt for Talking Simpsons! The Talking Simpsons T-shirt you can get for yourself. It's on Shirtsickle, and you can head to Shirtsickle.com or you can go to tiny.cc slash talking shirt and pick it up. It is a beautiful sky blue based on the design for Ion Springfield, done by our wonderful friend of the show, Nina Matsumoto. Just $19.99 will get you your own T-shirt, plus shipping and tax. And it ships somewhat internationally, so just be because you're not in the United States doesn't mean you won't be able to get this shirt. Check it out for yourself at shirtsickle.com or tiny.cc/slash talking shirt.
3: Hey, this is Sideshow Luke Perry. You're listening to Talking Simpsons on Laser Time.
5: This week on Laser Time, the internet's seventh leading pop culture podcast, the gang is tackling a brand new topic. Well, I tried to
4: find a negative review of Citizen Kane. One star, it had no color.
5: <laughs> it was
4: utterly depressing. The camera angles were okay, but the acting really wasn't too good. All the actors were always interrupting themselves or each other, and it just didn't flow well in my mind. And this is my favorite line of all time. It's just like the Blair Witch Project. I mean, he's right. It's just like the Blair Witch Projects. A lot of people watch Citizen Kane because of the hype and find themselves disappointed. It's sad but true. Citizen Kane was a real disappointment. Totally unoriginal plot. Bad lighting. Cheesy (laughs) sets. Boring, too. And gosh, what is this rosebud thing? That was freaky. Whoa, (laughs) dude. Anyway, this movie was whack and mad boring. (laughs) It was a bummer, too, that that it was all black and white and all the guys looked the same because they all wore suits.
5: That's Laser Time new every Monday on lasertimepodcast.com iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: So Mo wants to immediately break Homer's legs as, as collateral, which I, I love that. It's it's a new level of darkness to Mo, but yeah. he'll get darker. One of my favorite dark Mo jokes, which they said was Hank Azaria doing a ad-lib, but of him just pointing a oh, right. shotgun at Homer and saying, like, that's right, I rob people now. I guess. <laughs> uh, but then Homer goes, oh, also that they show Lisa in her hockey uniform when she oh. signed up for it. So I think that uh, I wonder if that is supposed to be continued continuity Uh, from lisa on ice
0: actually there's one thing i want to talk about it's a very weird line from skinner that is clearly adr and it's not funny it's him saying well you should have gotten here earlier bart there's there's no joke but they clearly had rewritten what he was saying
2: yeah to make it just a statement of fact instead of I feel like the joke could have been instead something Vietnam like... Vietnam reference? Yeah, or him saying, uh, I took ballet all the time, and I loved it. Or a million Billy showed
4: up late like... to the banks of Da
0: Nang. But yeah,
2: instead it was like, not a joke. And I was like, this... Yeah, and I it don't know. On a Very
0: flat line, so yeah. that made me wonder. Sorry. For,
2: for ADR especially, you're just like, why would you do that? I just, yeah. And though I do like uh, Melhouse getting kicked by uh, Nelson and his Taekwondo. Like Taekwondo! But... <laughs> yeah. And I, we, we talked... I, I don't know, we've
4: talked before about like... I don't know. When April Richardson was on Laser Time, I talked about how I was so afraid of growing up and going into high school. And part of that was the idea of having to pick your own class. Like, I don't want to fucking be here anyway. Quit (laughs) making me do research and deciding what I want to do. And it's just a little early for elementary school kids, to. You had no choice Mm -hmm. at
0: this age what classes you took. It was like all-purpose gym, basically.
2: It's just gym. Yeah, but they can't. That's the thing. They're stuck terrified. with the age groups. They can't change. They have to give junior high and high school things to Bart and Lisa because they'll never be in junior high or high Good. school.
0: <laughs> this is a weak episode, but I have to say this act break might be one of my favorites. Yes, I forget how yeah. I forgot how long it goes on.
2: First off, I do like Homer's threatening bank guy. i just like, well, I'm sorry <laughs> you yeah. have been pre-declined for all these credit cards, but he's kind of like a you tough win. guy. Like, we'll go to the house next time with no numbers.
0: Yeah. But, and Homer pushed the dog around like a vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> It's on, his, it's on his permanent record.
2: This season, they did in the Merkin years. They did so many jokes of Homer laughs too long at something, but this is the ultimate version of it.
0: You're my last,
3: last chance. <laughs> Bottom of the barrel, hail Mary, long shot. Wish you would do it, but probably won't. Final resort to lend me money.
1: We'll take care of you. Yes, care. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cut him a check and get him the
5: hell out of here. He's still playing.
0: I forgot how long it went on for a second I thought it cut after he starts laughing along with them but no they say get him out of here and he still keeps laughing cut he him a check and get him the hell out of here I forgot he even keeps laughing yeah. after that oh what they're giving him can't
2: be a small amount of money like a mortgage payment uh, mm. you know I wish I'd looked in this way the I don't know. Mortgage
0: payment in the Midwest is. knowing what a mortgage payment is compared to my rent yep. here is just like well that's three times less yeah I would have owned sure. a house by now probably. I had one
4: in Florida and it was seven hundred and fifty dollars a month yeah
2: wow I mm-hmm. could absolutely afford that I should buy a house and not here yeah this, <laughs> is, this is back when
0: that could ruin the Simpsons family though one yes. missed mortgage payment I the think, house is, yeah. is the house belongs to the bank or
2: well, remember that plot on uh, Roseanne one year where they took no had a second mortgage on their house to pay for something to pay for his uh motorcycle that's shop, right yeah. yeah and every
0: failed business that dan has, <laughs> uh, uh
2: every season he'd have a new one so then they come back i like homer's satisfiedness of like i'm going to tilt my chair like mm, so, slanty and those those steaks are the steaks are some pretty steaks Mm-mm. but yeah then patty and selma come over and they, they let Homer know that they own him and I this euphemism doesn't work I always thought that Siegfried and Roy have a very
1: you know equal partnership but it's, it's a funny gag this has been such a nice peaceful dinner mm-hmm. it calls for a celebration I'm going to make the most international coffee in the house Montreal <laughs> all right you had your fun now get lost <laughs> our fun hasn't begun yet
5: huh <laughs>
1: We know something you don't want Marge to know. Now we own you, like Siegfried owns Roy. I'm sorry. All we have is Nescafe. (laughs) I'm very, very sorry. (laughs) Oh, Marge, Marge, you're just in time. Homer's getting ready to give us a foot rub. You are? No! I...
3: Uh... I'm giving him a foot massage. At
0: least let me have that. Uh...
1: You can start with the corns, then you can move on to Bunyan Country.
0: <laughs> A lot of jokes about Patty and Selma's feet. Yeah, Simpsons. Yeah.
1: Well, well, I would
2: think in another episode they'd be disgusted at the idea of Homer touching their feet. Yeah, like they they wouldn't want him. But I guess humiliating him is more interesting to them they, than They not. enjoy
0: Homer's obsequiousness yeah. which yes. you'll hear that word later. <laughs> I do love the jokes about bad instant coffee. That was sort of a craze in the early 90s. The international yeah. coffees were just like crappy flavored coffees but they weren't actual you know brewing coffees. Okay. There's like powder you mix into hot water.
4: Yeah I didn't find any uh, reference yeah. to this because it, it, it was a, my girlfriend made a Simpsons reference the other night which is rare. Mm. The secret ingredient is salt. <laughs> I, the continued joke that <laughs> Marge is this like the most basic bitch cook in the universe yeah, yeah. I oregano.
2: Like, <laughs> I love that the most uh international yes. is French Canadian like that's Montreal
0: more. but there were those commercials in the 90s where it's like okay. two women chatting over coffee like what was that waiter's name John Luke oh like, my god yes, yes. exactly oh,
2: I wish I'd pulled up that commercial I forgot that but
0: thing. Uh, I don't think anyone drinks that crap anymore yeah that's right
2: <laughs> jean luc that that was the gray Poupon of coffees
1: the cafe yeah. rich
2: creamy
0: tasting
1: coffee with a hint of vanilla flavor french vanilla cafe i love this coffee from general foods international coffees i loved that waiter sean
0: Jean-Luc. luke is nescafe really bad i'm not a coffee it's, drinker it's I? Uh, I mean i don't drink any instant coffee because it's all shit but it is like <laughs> the low tier lowest tier instant coffee it's just like <laughs> yeah
2: just love marches very very sorry i also love on the commentary they bring up that Brad Bird loved the drawing of Homer with his, like, glued-on smile. That's like, a great expression. Like, it is so great yeah. that he's just trying to put on a brave face. And then we get our first of two guest stars on this, the better guest star who's actually playing a character, Susan Sarandon. Oh.
1: Okay, steady, Bart. Taking ballet doesn't make you any less of a man. Mm-hmm. All right, girls. Today we learn the dance of the fairy queens. You can either be a fairy or a queen. It's wide open. (laughs) Ah, and what have we here? A young man, maybe, who thinks he can be the next Barishnikov? I don't want to be the next anything. I'm only taking this stupid class because they made me. So, he has fire in the belly. But it will take more than belly fire to belly be fire. the next Barishnikov. Look, Boris, I think ballets were sissies. <laughs> Ballet is for the strong, the fierce, the determined, but for the sissies, never. <laughs> now, put on the Spoosie at heart.
5: You uh.
1: are a fairy. <laughs>
0: that's great you are a fairy this is uh, Susan Sarandon right yes. Yeah, yes. Susan Sarandon, yes she had done voice acting before I believe James and the Giant Peach the uh, Henry real... Selick sl- live action that slash stop motion is picture. way better than Nightmare Before Christmas James and the Giant Peach is so good I don't think so but I also think it's very good <laughs> Let's have this it's argument. also very good uh, um,
2: it's a very stock character of the Russian ballet teacher but, I, but uh, I, I just wanted to ask
4: what the fuck is going on with Susan Sarandon so right mm-hmm. as of this recording yeah. she's the guest star in the best episode of Rick and Morty and yeah. I just saw her on Conan oh wait who is she in Rick
0: and Morty she's
2: the, the therapist who the, the, teaches people
4: how oh, to eat poop that's her Pickle Rick okay, yeah. okay.
2: she has it, the best lines of like the season of that ruined the show because a feminist wrote
5: it <laughs> but, uh, while
4: yes, it yeah. is a, kind of embarrassing to be a Rick and Morty fan I love that show and that's a great oh, episode yes. and she yeah. makes it even better yeah. and I just I also love Nathan for you Nathan Fielder was just on Conan and his agreement with Conan so like if I had run out of interesting stuff to say I brought in a
3: backup guest yeah <laughs> <laughs> and
4: then Susan Sarandon walks out and says nothing for seven minutes and sits next to him just in case. It, well, Nathan, no, don't talk to her. I, I'm trying to be the most... Inter- <laughs> is, she, is Susan Nathan's, Sarandon on the... She's an Oscar winner.
2: Yeah. Susan Sarandon. Well, she's just having fun. I think Is she on the cusp of good comedy? Like, I think she is just... She's having fun right now. She's famous. Like, uh, a lot of Hillary voters hate her and, like, blame her for hillary losing which is like yeah she was a bernie supporter but she seems I, pretty don't, down to earth. I don't think steel mill workers in detroit are listening to susan sarandon's but opinion on who to vote A-list for
4: oscar winning just
2: does all this good yeah, shit. is well, willing to do she doesn't get to start much stuff these days because yeah. She's, yeah. Why, she's still hot of as fuck though. i i agree actually <laughs> i just saw on its premiere day which i didn't intend to yesterday uh this recording i hung out with my mom and she's like well let's see a movie." Well, what movie? Um, bad Moms Christmas? Yay. Wait, what's that one about? <laughs> well, so it's the sequel to Bad Moms where... I see. Mila That's Kudus, my line of the show. Good Mila Kunis is you. a bad mom. In the first one, she's a bad mom. Who then meets uh, Kristen Bell and Katherine Hahn. And Katherine Hahn is... She's a bad mom and she don't care. She's a single mom who fucks when she wants to. And she's crazy and gets drunk and has fun. And then Mila Kunis learns to wind down and be cool like Katherine Hahn. Now those same characters are at Christmas time. And that's the joke. I see. It is is certainly a film. uh, (laughs) But... The thing that's supposed to really sell you on is that you get to meet the moms of the moms. Uh, the mother of Mila Kunis is uh, uh, Christine Baranski. Mm-hmm. Then you have the mom of Kristen Bell is uh, Larry David's wife. Uh, Cheryl Hines? Cheryl Hines. My she's, hometown? She's the funniest person in it. And Catherine Hahn's mom is Susan Sarandon. And she's mm. great that she is uh, this old roadie who... Never loved her child at all and just abandoned her and only wants gambling money.
4: I just, I am so in love with Susan Ferrandin right now for some reason from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. Dead oh, yeah. Man Walking. She's great in She's Cloud great. Atlas. Yeah, yep. I said it. She is. Thelma and Louise. I just saw it for the first time a few oh, years ago. It's for great. it's great. The,
2: the Simpsons yeah. episode that it referenced. It's fucking awesome. I love I love her. And also that she would return 11 years later really? on The Simpsons to voice Femac, the female Macintosh computer, the computer for women, in Dana Gould's t- a season 17 written episode, Bart Has Two Mommies. I'm, which is, I'm sure I've seen that. It's actually not... Yeah, I think of it as one of the better new episodes and by new, I mean a decade old mm-hmm. Marge starts taking care of Rod and Todd and there, and she thinks that they They need to loosen up and that Flanders is too protective of them. Meanwhile, Bart gets kidnapped by a gorilla, which would then happen like a year later in an American dad episode too. And hmm. there must've been something ripped from the headlines in the news or
0: something. Yeah. It
2: ends with Bart telling Rod that gay means a good thing. And then Rod says, Daddy, daddy, Mrs. Simpsons made me gay! Oh, that's, yes. that's the end of the episode. I do remember this. And so, yeah, Susan Sarandon has doubled up as voices on The Simpsons. So, yes,
0: uh, Lenny and Carl are going to go out and get a Zima. And I love this quietly funny line, uh, Stop wallowing in your self-pity. Pull yourself together and come get drunk with us. Yes, yeah.
2: In case you don't know what Zima is, it's seriously delicious.
3: Wow. So this guy sits down, he goes, Nice bottle. Very, uh... What is it? Zima. Beer? No, something different. Wine cooler. Not so sweet. Try a zip. Zip?
1: What's in it? Yes, it's a patanga. Am
0: I right? No! It's, to, it's, enough of that Zima. It's yeah. Sprite with a little bit of alcohol in to, it. To that's... quote uh, Kevin Nealon, tastes like zit. That's <laughs> <laughs> from, from the, from the that's Weekend update, update from like 1993.
2: Yeah. I watched the clip about Zima from uh, We Love the 90s. The thing that made me laugh out loud because of how fucking mean it is Patrice O'Neal in the middle of it goes. Zima's gay! <laughs> and I just, like, smacked it's just
5: like, right,
2: That Patricio. sounds like him. Zima's gay! I Zima's gay! Love it Patricio, it yeah. was a difference between... But then they cut to Christopher Lowell, a gay comedian, who goes, yeah. like, I didn't get Zima's. I didn't like Zima's. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I still, still, I still see Zima. Still around, still and I'm like... Around. Oh, I like, drank
4: a bunch of it in Japan. It's well, still, so that uh,
2: is the history there. of Zima. It, Zima, which is from Coors, by the way. It was, yeah. them, it was Coors trying to get into the wine cooler market. The but upscale
0: not exactly. customers. Yeah. Yes.
2: So... They invented it. They stopped production of it in 2008 in America, but mm-hmm. it was still on sale in Japan, which that was... I went to bars when I'd been in Japan. I'm like, Zima? What mm-hmm. the fuck? You guys... And then I was like, oh, well, I actually kind of like Zima. I would drink Zima before most beers. I would, but...
4: And it doesn't like beer. Uh, and, I would though, not.
2: <laughs> it's basically off Ice, though.
4: Yeah, Zima
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. But then last... Or this year, it got a limited mm-hmm. re-release in America because... They'll make more of anything from the '90s to sell it to us. So they, they remade do that.
0: A, a Crystal Pepsi too, right? Yep. And yeah. fucking and Surge. I'm still not and happy. About oh, that. Yeah, he's, he's, he's in this room somewhere. Oh god. Like, and, yeah, appar- yeah, I mean. and apparently, the Zima re-release sold so
2: well that they're going to make more Zima in a Sounds. Bigger- <laughs> that's how you
4: should interpret that yes Idiocy. <laughs> so, so
2: that's what Zima is guys but uh, they Zima. get they get to make fun of two effeminate drinks in here <laughs> Zima Zima and tab will both get shots in here as, uh, that also lets you know how dated this episode is of, like that they're, they're drinking Zima and it was
0: new <laughs> oh I love this line it's too clever by half yes, but yeah. I just I love how clever it is oh. And that Homer it flies right over his head but
2: yeah oh sorry I also did love that Sarandon's character couldn't think. Of another superhero after Batman. So he says,
3: Magellan. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Actually, maybe this should be line of the show.
3: Mm. Am I
1: wrong? Or did it just get fatter in here? Request permission to slink by. Permission pending. Pending. First, light our cigarettes. But you're
3: already smoking cigarettes.
1: pushing it. Come on, Homer. You can't spell obsequious without I-O-U.
3: I'll have to trust you on that. Well, Uh Marge was always a good speller. Let's
1: ask her. No! Don't tell Marge. I'll be good. I'll be good.
3: It's
2: almost too smart of Homer to think to burn the IOU while he's lighting his yeah. cigarettes but obsequious does need the IOU in it to be spelled and but it it's... means
0: like overly servile ah
2: it's beautiful and that's and what Homer
0: is being to Patty and Selmy being obsequious
2: it's so great that Homer's like gonna have to take your word on that <laughs> that leads straight into Homer becoming a
1: Hanna-Barbera
0: dog does this have the great march line at the end okay
1: just for that you have to crawl around on the floor like the dog you are but <laughs> yes ma'am <laughs> Now say, I am Homer Simpson, the lowly dog. Yeah. In a dog voice. I am Romer Ruffin. <laughs> oh, well, good. Jump, Homer, jump. What's going on in here? What's that paper? <laughs> what paper? <gasps> Homer! Is this projection accurate? Uh-huh. Did you borrow money from my sisters?
3: I don't know, Marge. I can't be expected to keep track of all my wheelings
1: and dealings. He blew all your savings on jack-o'-lanterns. Duke <laughs> <You> told! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, is this projection accurate is my line of the show. It is so purposely clumsy. <laughs> Go for it. Please. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to uh, pull rank joke. on that. Just mine because mine uh, is Raps of so the same <laughs> clip. Same like, scene, yeah. but... Uh, It is a cheat. Like, the lamp has to turn into a rear projection machine, and the piece of paper has to become transparent. And fall upside down. Yeah. Yeah. But it's beautiful.
2: Like... It's a great line, Marge, it would have functioned just the same if Marge said, is this true? Yeah. But instead, is this, this projection, projection accurate? And there
0: is a weird kind of dance they're doing in which it is kind of uncomfortable to see Homer manhandle adult women. Yes. So you don't actually see the the tossing happen. It's <laughs> yeah. They're very careful with that, I noticed. Well, and
2: the joke that he threw Marge out yeah. and then immediately like, I'm sorry, Marge, kiss. And, and there's great <laughs> Foley,
0: too, where yes. him running back and forth. Yeah. But I, I do think they didn't show the actual... Tossing. You just see their bodies fly you, out of you the You need house. a
2: little separation from yeah. that. And I also love that Homer' version of being sad about it is just like, you can sleep on the couch and... Yes. Okay, do make me breakfast, but I'll eat it under the table.
0: <laughs> yes, I, lo- I love uh, Marge's line about how things are going not so good. Frankly, he's, he's under the his. table.
2: Frankly, he's under the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Bart has a very realistic idea of what will happen to little
0: gay boys S- Super it's true. Thrills.
1: Bravissimo, Bart! Next week, class gives its first recital, and you, you will dance the male lid. Dance in front of my whole school? What is it with you and ballet? I know you have great <laughs> conflict, Bart. You laugh, ballet, yet you fear the boys will laugh at you. No? No, I fear the girls will laugh at me. I fear the boys will beat the living snot out of me. It's and a very,
0: also, very honest uh, fear, and Bart really does do a
2: demi-entresolte in it. I looked it up. So, in ballet terminology, putting demi at the front means a smaller, lesser version of something. So, a demi, a demi, whatever. And so, an entresolte is, as defined by Wikipedia, a step of beating in which the dancer jumps into the air and rapidly crosses the legs before
0: and behind. I did watch YouTube videos of that. Yeah. Is this the <laughs> clip where uh, he drinks a tab after yeah, the he line? Yeah. Tab, yeah. So so now that I'm
2: into that was that tab. a gay ref- like, uh, it was seen as a, as a
0: uh, girly drink yeah, for sure drinking a diet soda in a pink can was not the most masculine uh, thing I, Bart could do
4: I've ordered a tab specifically but never outside of a skating rink it's been a long time yeah
2: <laughs> tab, tab is beautiful I love the oh, Sarah Silverman, Sarah Silverman Pro- episode so with the battle of the tab My the, the gay episode.
0: Homer that tries that? to order a tab in the next season through no, his computer <laughs> where's my tab where's my tab <laughs>
2: Uh, And then we—this is, I think, the best joke in the episode about the mocking the the artifice of sitcoms, the Classy Joe's
3: commercial. Ah, yeah. Hey,
1: Dad, what you doing?
3: Daddy has very important work to do. He's looking through the one ads to find a part-time job. Dad, that's
1: a gag paper we got at
3: the carnival. Oh, no wonder I didn't hear about Bart being elected world's greatest sex machine. (laughs) Oh, I'll never pay off that debt. Need money fast? Got no experience? Step up to elegance. Become a limo driver at Classy Toes. That's it. I'll make money with a chauffeur job. Good thing you turned on that TV, Lisa.
1: I didn't turn it on. I thought you turned it on.
3: No. Well, anyway, turn it off.
1: It is off.
0: (laughs) That is great. The...
3: The joke
2: is that in every sitcom, the TV will tell you the next plot point. You're like, "What am I going to do?" And then TV has a commercial that tells you yeah. the next thing you're going to do. I mm. mean,
0: I don't like the what I would consider a C plot in this episode that should have been brought in earlier because yes. they could have had a lot of fun with Homer being a chauffeur. Maybe move the Bart ballet stuff to another episode. Mm. But there's just too much going on. Yeah, it's and a little busy. The, yeah. the
2: ballet thing could have they they could have all gotten more time and just like eh, save the ballet. You yeah, know? and
0: the chauffeur thing is basically one one bit. It has and that's one. It. Yeah. One scene, for,
2: yes, but uh, but first Bart impresses the kids with his spiky-haired, masked dancing.
1: That spiky-haired, masked dancer is really something. I wonder who he is. He's graceful yet yeah, masculine, so it's okay for me to enjoy this. Yeah. This reminds me of the movie Fame, and to a lesser extent, the TV series, which was also called Fame. <laughs>
2: I don't even know exactly why I love that joke, but I just love that he it sounds he like makes, something I would say. He or... makes that personal distinction out loud. And yeah, like, instead of, he could have just said, "This reminds me of Fame," but he has to make sure you know it reminds him of both the movie and the TV As, show. as a pop
4: culture pundit, like Fame's resonance is almost gone, pretty much by this time. Yeah, yeah. no, but I be, mean Nelson should
0: not know about Fame. It went six seasons, or Andy Williams. Wait, the show? Apparently, in six seasons. yeah, it was like God. eighty-three to ninety or something. That's shocking. I've never seen it. I don't know what
4: anything about it and I, I have no idea why nelson would remember it but apparently it, like only just
2: the year, by the but t- around the I, time nelson's making this oh wow. i bet it's full of licensed music which is why we don't no, never sorry, saw it in syndication i would mm. bet but yeah the fame the movie is much better than fame the tv show not that any There's of it really the song knows. from
4: fame has yes. lasted longer than the yeah. the movies
2: that's true fame i'm gonna live forever all right and so now then, we get to okay <laughs> so this is i love mel brooks <laughs> me too <laughs> this,
5: this is, is a, yeah. a
2: moment where the show crosses a line and really doesn't try hard with it this is the first time this is a muppet show moment really mm. honestly like ouch the, which they literally did do on the muppet show with mel brooks i'm like mel brooks mel Brooks. brooks. Yeah. so here it is here
3: oh wow i can't believe my very first passenger is comedy legend mel brooks I love that movie. Young Frankenstein scared the hell out of me. Um, thanks. Hey, let's do that 2,000-pound man thing. I'll be that Carl Reiner guy, and you'll be whats his face
2: <laughs> Homer, it's not that easy. It takes the genius of Carl Reiner and the rhythm and timing that only he and I... Sir,
3: uh, today every country has a national anthem. Did they have national anthems 2,000 years ago?
1: Sure, sure we had. Of course, we were <laughs> caves. But every cave had a national anthem. I'll never forget the, my cave's national anthem.
3: What was that national anthem?
1: Let <laughs> him all go to hell except Cave 76. What's with your siren? What's with the siren?
2: That's,
4: I'd, I'd love that last I, yes part I do
2: like him but, saying it in his old man voice and like it, no I mean uh, what's with the siren
0: and as a kid I did not get this, this same here no I've never
2: heard up. of the 2000 year old man which let, first let's hear the original 2000 year old man <laughs>
0: yeah we should point out I think uh, Henry and I were talking, this is like an improv bit they just sort yeah. of yeah. go back and forth with each other and, and no recording of it's the same yeah so mm-hmm. they have some similar components it's Carl
2: Reiner yeah. as the straight man soliciting old man memories mm-hmm. from the 2000 year old man mm-hmm. And they were very popular, like bits they do, on, they do on shows, they do on albums. This is from an animated version of it that they made
3: in the wow. 70s. Is it true that you are 2,000 years old?
5: Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yes.
3: You are 2,000. Uh, it's hard to believe, sir, because in the history of man, nobody's ever lived more than 167 years as the man from Peru
5: would claim to be.
1: But you claim to be 2,000. Yes, I'll be. I'm uh, not yet. I'll, I'll be... Uh, two thousand october sixteenth
0: well wow. Yes, it, uh, um, Carl Reiner and uh, Mel Brooks are still hanging in there. They're yeah, in yeah. their still, 90s. Still with It's crossed our fingers. Yes, I believe uh, Mel's in better shape from what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. the only person from his era who's still funny. Yeah.
2: His Mark Maron interview is an amazing one. Give mm-hmm. it a listen from a couple years ago. And then he oh, talks yeah. about how Carl Reiner's at about 80%. <laughs> makes fun really's. of his
4: best friend for me. <laughs> he's, he's
2: still kind of there, right? Well, because in both their cases, both their wives have passed away, so yeah. they're just kind of hanging out I all think, the time. Yeah, I thought
4: the, Rob Reiner said they hang out every night. Yep. They eat dinner together all the time, watch every, all all their television shows and movies together—it's well, really Mel's
2: huge. keeping him active, mm-hmm. like which is real nice. And the, yeah, that Mel and uh, Young like, Frankenstein. I love,
4: yes, it's, I love it. I could look—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a good joke, but you could be scared by Young Frankenstein. Mm. I like Young Frankenstein. It is not as funny as everyone seems to think it is, but it is hyper authentic. Mm-hmm. To the Universal monster movies that it's sending up, it's, I,
0: it's beautiful. I think
2: it's shot beautifully.
4: Yeah. It could
0: be his most like pretty movie, and it's, it came
2: out the yeah. same year as Blazing Saddles. It's not as laugh a minute as Blazing Saddles. That's but, the funniest Mel Brooks but thing ever. Craft wise, it's a better it's made beautiful. film. Yeah, that has a better ending. Like. Blazing Saddles intentionally falls apart into a flaming wreckage at the end you know, on yeah, purpose great. and it's great but as a story told and also as a parody of a thing one is a parody of a western one's a parody of horror mm-hmm. it works better as a parody too and mm-hmm. Gene Wilder is better in Young Frankenstein too. Oh, yeah. so oh, just for like sure, for sure. my
4: grandfather's <laughs> ideas
2: were doo doo
4: I remember watching <laughs> it as a kid and it's just it's dark spooky and Gene Wilder is constantly screaming he's always screaming I didn't read it as a comedy as a little kid Kid. My dad did.
0: <laughs> we should say that uh, Mel Brooks is on this episode because he went to the recording with uh, Anne Bancroft, who played Lowenstein yes. in... Uh, no, sorry, Wise. Why, why? In, oh, that in sounds in like y. something I would do. Hey, while you're here. <laughs> yes, anyway, uh, his late wife, uh, then alive, played uh, Marge's therapist in Fear of Flying. They're like, okay, Mel Brooks is here. Let's talk to him about getting him on the show. So this entire subplot is just built for Mel Brooks to like land in it for 30 seconds
2: though I do like a little bit I think that felt like real Dan Castellaneta as Homer
0: improvising yeah it sounded like it
2: and the 2000 year the 2000 pound old man thing oh man would then be a joke on on Mr. Show Brent Forrester's next job before we start before we start
0: I'm sorry to interrupt you but I know from listening to the Mr. Show commentaries which are great they hate this sketch so much it's one of the sketches they hate (laughs) it's so stupid at worst it's Bad improv. I, I love it because it's so dumb. The idea is so it. dumb. And this <laughs> is
4: the listening to the Mr. Show commentaries are the only reason I know what yeah, the Simpsons it's... was talking about. Yeah, and yeah. it took but years.
2: God, I just love the chickens delicious chickens that's the The, name of the episode right yes the joke is that a man crashed on an airplane and ate the entire airplane over a weekend but then that turns out to be so funny of the interviewer talking to the fat guy that then it becomes the two pound old man sketch which i just love this line so
3: who was the first caveman murray (laughs) did you eat him
0: eat him i'm not that old i'm only two <laughs> thousand <it make> pounds <laughs> so it doesn't make so any sense it doesn't make any sense
4: that's why i love I'm it i'm not the that old it, i'm only two thousand
2: pounds
4: jesus i love you mr show oh, <laughs> oh god, my god
2: i love that uh oh. two thousand pounds and i also think the joke is that homer gives him a terrible setup but like all these countries have national anthem these days it's like no they don't <laughs> it's not a new thing to have uh national anthem so uh, then we get to Mel Brooks part two where Homer gets caught without a chauffeur's license, which in today's day and age of Uber and Lyft is such a da- – it's one of the most dated things in this episode. It's almost yeah. cruel
4: we
0: force immigrants to get a chauffeur's yes! license before they can get an iPhone. Now <laughs> chauffeurs rule the world as Frank uh, TV's Frank once predicted.
3: Uh-huh. Chauffeur's license, eh?
0: Mel, buckle your boys belt. Uh, since you're trying to
1: make a getaway in park, I'm guessing you don't have a license. Better head down to the DMV. These two broads will help you out. Wow.
4: Officer, uh, this man is making me a little edgy. Could you please give me a ride to the airport?
1: Uh, Hey, hey, you're Mel Brooks. Sure, I'll give you a ride. Thank you. Uh, On the way, we can do that uh, $2,000 man thing. Mm. (laughs) You be Carl Reiner, and I'll be uh, Police Chief Wiggum.
2: Listen, why don't you play Carl Reiner and let me play Police Chief Wiggum? I hate Carl Ryder. <laughs> that a, that's a cute joke. Obviously, he loves Carl <laughs> yeah. Ryder. But I this was hearing it in audio is when I got the like, Homer is continually screaming throughout yeah. the rest of that exchange. It actually
0: reminds me of a future episode, The Blunder Years, in which Homer remembers a, a yeah. horrifying event from his childhood, and he spends like the entire day screaming, just yeah. like in that clip.
2: That was funny, but that whole episode, it's like, oh, that...
0: Burns. Burns yeah.
2: only employs Smithers because his father died mm. while working for him. In his like,
0: corpse shoot. No, no, Innocence yeah. 2. (laughs) that
2: was a good line that's true it's a funny episode it was really a Stephen King parody it really was yeah so then Bart's skill as a dancer which was never returned again impresses everybody and then he gives the end of a sitcom speech but reality sets in
1: go ahead and laugh but I took a chance and did something I wanted to do and if that makes me a sissy well then I guess I'm a sissy he's a sissy let's rush him (laughs) uh Use the ballet. Leap, leap like you've never leapt before. Looks like he took a pretty bad spill. Well, as long as he's hurt. <laughs>
5: Bart, I am
1: so proud of you. You've shown a sensitive side of yourself that can never be erased. From this day forward, we are kindred spirits. Why'd you just leave me here when I clearly need medical attention?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Reminds me a lot of the Marge uh, speech from the last episode where a character gives a speech with swelling music and is immediately shot down right afterwards. (laughs) Well,
2: I like the... Why would a bully learn a lesson where they're like, oh, I guess, then if I'm gay, I guess I'm gay. He's gay, beat him up!
0: As long <laughs> as he's hurt. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I just, It just made... we ha- the, Our town
4: had the luxury of having lead singer punk rock band tattoos, mm-hmm. earrings out the ass, and I found out my sister goes to ballet taught by his mother, oh. where it turns out this punk rock chain smoking druggy, tattooed is a fantastic ballet wow. dancer and has been doing it closeted this whole time oh. and we all got that wonderful moment and nobody
2: got beat up but oh, uh that's nice. that did happen <laughs> but poor yeah poor barth that they all just dance it's like girls <laughs> and a second sub- subversion of sitcom moment is that you think it's a sweet moment of lisa appreciating him he's like mm. i'm i'm in pain <laughs> I'm, i need really hope. yeah and, and lastly though i think it was a little beneath simpsons to do such a big star wars reference that was a like bit that.
0: lame I, yeah
2: like use the force use the ballet i was like eh, i totally
0: didn't really like did that, that in actually. season one the family jewels son <laughs> Go now for the that's true it's, it's the same yeah.
2: joke even with the same like insert of the thought balloon that's yeah that's true well speaking of the same joke Homer puts on his sarcastic voice again, just as he did in Happy Land.
0: I feel this is like an animator doing a Silverman impression. It's not quite Silverman, but it's doing the same sort of poses.
2: I don't want to insult Mark Kirkland. I just think that Kirkland, he's been there since the beginning. He's the most prolific Simpsons director ever. He's directed more episodes than anyone. But I think it's really that like, he's... He's a B-level guy Like he's the best of the B-level guys But he doesn't get the fanciest episodes And he's not (laughs) as
0: He'll never be a guest now
2: Mark Kirkland is great I love Mark Kirkland All right, but let's hear this scene
3: Stupid driving test at the stupid DMV Where stupid Patty and stupid Selma work Sometimes I think God is teasing me Just like he teased Moses in the desert Tested, Homer God (laughs) tested Moses
1: And try to be nice to my sisters Very hard on me to have you fighting all the time Oh,
3: okay, Marge I'll get along with them Then I will hug some snakes. Yes, I will hug and kiss some poisonous snakes no that's sarcasm <laughs> I, I like
0: love that little tag
2: I like that he's proud of it
3: yeah
0: that's
2: like, no that's sarcasm but,
0: they have a fun like battle of the points in the car hey, being yeah, a jerk uh, minus a million points minus a <laughs>
2: million points for you yeah that they I think Homer in general is so they didn't even need to like weigh against him he's like he's gonna fail Homer sucks at everything <laughs> yeah
0: he's not gonna pass the test he's, uh, especially Homer, when he's angry yes
2: an angry Homer doing a written test for something he's going to fail they didn't they didn't need to say like oh he only filled it in a bubble half the way. They could, uh, though. When they smoke in Celebration, there shouldn't be an ashtray in the DMV if it's illegal to smoke I, in the DMV. It's their personal ashtray. I'd they like, break
4: it out. I'd like to imagine they bring it with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, and I, I was just reminded, because we did a Halloween viewing of yes. Chopping Mall, and it's just like, just like my mall. It's 1987. There's ashtrays bolted to every wall, every That's space true. there's ashtrays. Oh, yeah.
0: Like, uh, and I it, a cigarette our, machine. Our mall on the
4: second floor didn't have ashtrays bolted to the walls, the rail overlooking the first story was a trough, one long trough of cigarette ash and butts. And it's just, it's astonishing. I don't know if cigarettes were banned from, I, I have to imagine before I was born, that happened. It, was, it took a long my, time. My parents both worked for the state. I don't remember seeing anyone smoking in yeah. those offices, but you could smoke pretty much anywhere I, else. I worked
0: at a state college campus in the dean's office where all the furniture was from the 70s, and every piece of furniture had a, an oh, ashtray-sized yes. hole drilled into it. Wow. So it's like, wow. if you're going to smoke, there's an ashtray uh, literally on every armchair. You, you can
4: find some
2: arcade
0: cabinets that
4: just have yeah. ashtray mm-hmm. holders built in yeah. inside of them.
2: It's funny, at that same Halloween party at our friend's house, they, they bought a... McDonald's Donald's. branded ashtray from like the 70s, and it's beautiful. Mm. It's a beautiful. When glass I worked ashtray. there, I think they're using it for the, when I worked there. This exact cigarettes. time, our <laughs> McDonald's
0: had smoking sections. Oh yeah yeah. It, yeah, yeah. My grandma smoked. We were always in the smoking section. Yeah.
2: Well, so that's why I think this. I love this joke, but one, <laughs> their boss is such a stock butch mean lady character. Like yeah. they do nothing with her. The sanctimoniousness against cigarette smokers in this feels like written by cigarette smokers in the 90s who are just like, they say I can't smoke anywhere. I'm yeah. an oppressed person. I, I interpret
4: it as like, L- LA was on the forefront of like, fuck yeah. cigarettes and
0: people uh, who smoke. My word funny. is Zima, not Emphysema. Emphysema.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was but, thinking. Oh, that is
0: the funny thing is they're smoking because the stamping fail in the test gives them orgasms. They're yes. like orgasmically oh. saying, oh, this is, and they this need is, to smoke afterwards. This is
2: great by Julie.
1: Ladies, please don't tell me you're smoking in a government building. Because that is precisely the kind of infraction that can cost a couple of sisters their promotion. Wow. Why she what she on! I'll
3: never forgive myself for this.
1: Wait a minute. Those are yours, sir?
5: Yes.
3: (coughs) I am in flavor country. Both of them? (coughs) It's a big country.
1: Ladies, I apologize. And you, sir, are worse than
5: Hitler.
0: I love uh, Dan's non-committed reading of those lines. It's a big country. It is a big big
2: country. country. Are those yours? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. And... But that Ugh. ending, that ending is, that would have been in Home Improvement or Everybody Loves Raymond, like the moment of saving. It's just a little drama type thing at the end. But I do love that for 10 seconds, Julie Kavner as two different characters has to like, hem and hov, like, oh, oh what oh, the hell? Huh? What is this? He? Huh? Well, that joke would have worked the same in five seconds, but then they doubled <laughs> it up like, oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah,
0: I love the Patty and Selma voices. They're great. <laughs>
2: yes, yeah. But Homer saves them and that's when they get to see the great Homer Homer that they never see and they they then learn their lesson and it's,
4: it's also I gotta point out dude, yeah. as a at this time I'm smoking Marlboro cigarettes Ooh. Flavor Country is a 30 year marketing campaign that this is the one thing we're too young to remember because <laughs> that's what the commercial said like ah, okay. welcome to Flavor Country was, I'm
0: familiar with Alive with Pleasure
4: yeah. Newport I'd mm-hmm. walk a mile for a Camel, but if <laughs> anything slim for me that's my <laughs> but yes it was it's a Marlboro a reference to Marlboro mm-hmm. cigarettes marketing campaign ah, okay Which was just ooh, that was illegal at this point you yeah. think
2: cigarettes will end in our lifetime
4: yes, like, I think in, so as he yeah. takes
0: a long draw from his okay. candy flavored vape
2: now everybody's gonna have their magic wand <laughs> for their for their vaping well, it's, it's fine
0: it's, I see Patty and Selma as more like Virginia Slims ladies mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> there's gonna be Patty and Sam- Selma vape plot on an episode <laughs> there's of gotta be yeah. eventually yeah. the free idea Simpsons writers if you're listening <laughs> this tastes that. like cotton candy I bet Al Jean would love that it's ripped from the headline. Yep. It there's yep. a potting in my mouth so. and everyone's invited uh, but yeah, this I do like this ending. Just that it it reminds me of Homie the Clown
0: of there, just like we got twenty seconds, like it's just speed this up. <laughs> and at the, the, the end, final, like they literally speed away from the, the ending. And yes. I love the yeah. shot of someone just standing there, just like kind of flummoxed, like yeah, what? Okay, I do love
1: that. I'm speechless. You just saved our hides. Please, on top of everything else, don't make me picture your hides. It's <laughs> a wonderful thing you did for my sisters. I didn't do it for them. I did it for you, Marge. I'd kill for you.
3: Please asked me to kill for
1: you. no, homie. You see? You see, this is a stuff I've been telling you about that you never see. Mm. <sighs> We're sorry. If there's anything we can do to make it up. Call off the dead? Or say we could let you pass your driver's test. Call off the dead? Uh well. That's off, let's go, Marge. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo-hoo! sighs>
3: I just
2: yeah. like yeah. the look on their faces is like, oh, I, which that cost them like at least a thousand bucks. Yeah, I bet. They still want him to pay yeah. them back. And like, no, you're supposed to
4: pay me. Back. Like, I my adult brain was just swimming in this. Like, he, did he just agreed to not pay them up to a thousand dollars? However, <laughs> yeah, a promotion is worth he that. He saved over them. time. They owe yeah, him that, in the end, I and think. I
0: guess the slavery was uh, came at a cost too. <laughs> yeah, so.
2: He got to let them keep their promotions. And so they made more money than that. So that's fine. But I just love that he takes, well. Oh, that's over. Let's yeah.
0: like, <laughs> He takes their brief consideration as, you know, uh, like the go flag. Like, yes, yes it's, yeah. it's on, it's Cause, on. Cause go. It had to end at that point. No, yeah. it, it, Marge
4: would have intervened. But Homer Sabre yes we, exactly. we're saved from all that and we got a joke instead
2: yeah you get a joke instead which is good there should have been more this episode just has like five or six moments where like you guys could have wrote something better like i'm used to you guys trying harder like like that <laughs> i didn't mention before but the ballet sign of like the tea is silent
0: like you guys mm-hmm. get out a yeah, fire yeah there I are guess. better simpson signs but for as weak as this episode is how mm-hmm. structurally uneven it is there are some like amazing jokes that come out of it mm-hmm. just because you can't avoid having those in this era of the simpsons so yeah. the whole plot is the plaza hold us on hold together i wish it would have been like a and or just maybe A but it's like A, B and C he, yeah and then also the most tacked on like the
2: beginning of they'd had guest stars play themselves <laughs> in a similar fashion like Tony Bennett but that was hey good part, to see you the joke was, was he was there the yeah but meanwhile in this it's like Wow, I can't believe Mel Brooks is in Springfield. It's same like, whoa, Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Yeah. Exactly. It's always, she's Linda my Ronstadt. immediate one. Linda <laughs> it It's a Muppet Show moment, which I say this as a huge nerd for the Muppet Show. I love the Muppet Show. Mm-hmm. Wow, Bernadette Peters, are you going to help <laughs> me with my problems?
5: <laughs> those
2: those moments are great, but, but you think The Simpsons is better than that. They are usually better than that with finding a funny thing to do with a guest voice. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. yeah. they did with Susan Sarandon. Mm -hmm. Yes, so I think we said our piece on this episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. I've been your host, Bob Mackey. You can find me on Twitter as Bob Servo. My other podcast is Retronauts. Every Monday, it's a classic gaming podcast. Look for it at retronauts.com or search for Retronauts in your podcast machine. We've been doing this for over 11 years now, so you might have heard of us. If not, we have to have talked about something you're into, so please look us up on the internet. Mm -hmm. Talking Simpsons is pretty great, but wouldn't it be
2: better if you could hear it a week early and without ads and then with a ton of extra stuff? That's all on Patreon. Slash Talking simpsons Where for $5 a month or more, you could get access to that, plus the exclusive Talking Critic show where we go through every episode of The Critic, our multiple season wrap ups, the first season of Talking Simpsons, and interviews with so many cool people, including former executive producer Bill Oakley and creator of OKKO ian jones cordy we have tons of cool interviews on there you should definitely check out patreon.com talking simpsons and as long as you're listening here maybe tell your friends to resubscribe or just to <laughs> talk about how awesome this is and also you know a new itunes review it couldn't hurt Couldn't I, I became the two thousand year old man there that
4: goes triple true for uh laser time in the yeah. whole fucking network god damn it i believe henry just joined us for an episode about dark, dark Disney park deaths. Yeah, and four, <laughs> and, baby. Yeah, we we also 302010, which looks back 30, 20, and ten. a really good way to revisit a bunch of stuff you may or may not like. Uh, it's a, it's a fun ADD pop culture show and a video game apocalypse every Friday. Looking at a, a video game feature about the entire medium of games with a look at some new releases and news. Pretty fun.
0: Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with a Star As Burns, a controversial crossover oh episode. Goodness. See you then.